0: Hi, I'm Dustin Perry. I'm the CEO of Kingfisher Metals. We're a, a two-year-old exploration company listed on the TSX under KFR, focused exclusively in BC. We've got three 100% owned projects: uh, Gold Range, Axdal, and Tibbert, that total over 900 square kilometers. So big, big area plays uh, where we've made some, we had some excellent results at our Gold Range projects so far, including up to 40 meters of 2.9 grams. Uh, And very recently, uh, this week at PDAC, we announced uh, an option to acquire 100% of two projects, consolidating them into the Highway 37 project, uh, 362 square kilometres of incredibly fertile porphyry and epithermal copper-gold-silver targets in the Golden Triangle.
1: Dustin, thank you for the introduction. Uh, Good to see you. Uh, Here we are both, back after PDAC. I'm feeling a bit jaded uh lack of sleep on the back of the bus and the time difference and um obviously not too much sleep at pdac um and you're working from home did you get have you had some sleep how are you feeling are you feeling jaded or invigorated after pdac
0: exhausted <laughs> um it, no it was good uh as i just touched on we we just acquired this product i got home last night um and we and it's eight fourteen in the morning here um we we picked up this project and and it came down to the wire we announced it or we we i got the final signature at 7 p.m on monday night while out at a a canaccord function actually um during the pdac so it it was a bit of a grind i think the first day was in my in my hotel room on the computer the entire time but since then it was a you know i think i worked something like 25 days in a row coming back from uh, the one-to-one in, in Cape Town. So it's been a bit of a grind. So it was nice to let loose a little bit of PDC and start to tell this story.
1: Good. Um, and how did you find the mood um, on the on the floor, the mood in general? I thought it was
0: mixed. A little bit of hesitation for a lot of people to, put, to really classify what it was. You know, some people seemed optimistic, but then a lot of people seemed pretty nervous. Uh, cash is tighter for a lot of companies. And I think the majority of companies are going to have a, a very hard time financing. But then on the flip side, it's a buyer's market because people are so beaten up uh, that the companies that do have good assets and a little bit of cash to kind of, so they're not up against the wall and getting getting tortured in, in financings, uh, those ones look pretty healthy, I would say. Um, and the really good stories are still getting rewarded, uh, but not nearly as much as you would expect.
1: Yeah, I agree. I felt there was a, g- a great deal of uh, uncertainty and lots of people asking other people, where do you think the gold price is going? When's the stock market going to come back? Um, the junior market, when, when are we going to be bid up? Because a lot of the companies are kind of have re rated lower from last year, and there's and despite the seeming improvement in the gold price and the and and, and other fundamental prices, you know, copper prices are strong, gold prices are strong. There hasn't been the, the, the associated re rate really apart from a few names. Um, but you say you say things are uh, you talk about a buyer's market. Um, but it doesn't mean it's easy to get new projects. And I know you've just signed a new project, but, um, you know, the uh, quality assets are hard to come by. And I, I see the majors looking around saying, where are your good projects? Where are your good projects? And actually there, there isn't a lot out there. Um, so, uh, uh um, you did a lot of exploration last year. You've signed a new project. Tell me, first of all, before we get onto the new project, um, about the your work last year and and why you felt the need to go onto something else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, last year was our second year of drilling at our at our gold range project at the Cloud Drifter Zone or Cloud Drifter Trend. Uh, it's an area where we you know we took a, a historic soil anomaly and did all the proper steps in exploration. You know, mapping different types of geophysics, more soil <laughs> sampling, more <laughs> rock sampling, even backpack drilling. Uh, push it through initial drilling, and we've had some really good results. Uh, results that, in a good market—not <laughs> the worst market, which it is right now—basically, uh, you'd get rewarded for. Uh, and I think an indication of of the of how good the results were for that kind of early stage project, where nobody's ever worked it before, uh, we got invited to the core shack at PDAC, and I think there's 1,100 companies at the court at the at the conference, and on, only 40 get invited. So that that speaks pretty well to the to the quality of the project and, and the job we've done, I would say. The previous year we were at the round A B C Roundup Korshak. So uh it's not like we've struck out there. Uh but that being said, we haven't hit the home run that's really needed to catapult a stock in this market. And right now the cost of capital is so high. Uh, that to continue working that project would have caused, would have probably led to a rollback fairly quickly, uh, which is something I, I didn't want to do. Um, but in addition to that, uh, you know, a lot of people have been distracted uh, by lithium for one, <laughs> you know, people haven't been looking as much at copper gold projects in BC, I would say. Uh, and there's opportunities out there. And I started looking uh, for other projects before we even started last year's field season, Um, one, something to do Uh, Two, uh, you know, any good exploration team is always looking for new opportunities And, and three, just in case we don't get rewarded for results or, or if we totally strike out, which I wouldn't say we did. Um, and we came across this project, uh, well, it was not the first time we came across it. Our VPX has worked at it twice before, uh, but we realized it was potentially available and, uh, we really buckled down and did. A lot of due diligence on it since mid-october it was basically a full-time job for our vpx i spent a lot of my time on that other geologists spent a lot a lot of time on that and the more we looked at it uh, the more we liked it and the more gail saw parallels with with the the ksm belt where she did her master's degree and, and worked for seabridge and and uh, i guess the predecessor to and uh, silver standard so yeah, we we were by the time we got it, <laughs> we would have been very upset if we didn't get it because uh, we re- we're really excited about this project. So yeah,
1: yeah who who who, who are your counterparts? Who have you optioned it from?
0: So uh, there's an inlier claim and then a much larger property. The much larger property was called Ball Creek, and it actually stretched quite a bit further to the west, right up to south and west of Shaft Creek, which is a, a quite a, a massive uh, low grade porphyry that, that Tech has. Um, so Gail had worked on all three of the, these zones. So there's a, there's a Shaft Creek age porphyry belt in the furthest west. There's a Galore Creek belt aged belt in the middle, and then there's the KSM equivalent belt in the east. Plus within the east, there's some SK equivalent stratigraphy. So there is potential for, uh, BMS deposits as well. So what we wanted was, you know, out of all those deposits, uh, Galore makes nice systems. Uh, like, you know, Galore is a really nice deposit, but Gail's looked at that area and didn't believe the potential was there for Galore. She's also remapped Galore for tech. So she knows that quite well. Uh, shaft, we didn't want to find, we don't want to find another shaft. It's not getting developed. It's in the middle of nowhere. So if if there's already a large billion ton mine there, uh, I don't think it makes a lot of sense, in my opinion, to be exploring for another one if it's not getting developed as is. And then KSM. KSM would easily be a mine if it had good infrastructure. Uh, it's just a very difficult setting with the terrain. You know, Deposits are at very incised valley bottoms. Uh, you need tunnels and a lot of them to get in there. I think it's 70 kilometers or so of tunnels between getting people in and or out. Um, so what
1: we've... What we- on, sorry, sorry, go on. What is KSM when you, when you talk about it, it? It could be developed if the infrastructure was different. You know, what are you talking about in tons of grade and 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 what 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 is it? Is it a it, it's a porphyry, I presume? Well, yes.
0: So at the north, you've got Tudor Gold uh, with Treaty Creek, uh, which uh, I believe measured, indicated, and inferred probably is over thirty million ounces. Uh, measured, measured, indicated seventeen million, I believe. And then you come south, and you've got Iron Cap. Uh, which they've gone quite deep on. You've got Mitchell and Snowfield are now called Mitchell East, which is the thrust off top of it. Uh, then you, you come south of that, actually south of, we've got a map in our deck, south of Mitchell East. You've actually got all these new epithermal things that, uh, that pretty misfound, but then you move into Sulfretz, then you move into Kerr, and then over to the east, you've got Bruce Jack. So basically you've got a big porphyry belt and a superimposed, uh, slightly younger epithermal belt on top of it with, incredible grades in Bruce Jack, but then massive tonnages uh within the porphyries there the the greater project we acquired off origin or we've got the option to acquire 100 percent off origin royalties which is a royalty company which you know their mo is not to spend money on exploration is to keep a royalty and a stake in a company and then there's an inline inlier that has the hank project and, and or the hank uh it was called the Hank Project, which we acquired off Golden Ridge, and that also has a Williams porphyry and the Hank epithermal system. So it's a, it was a two-part deal, but it's really it's all one system, as you can see on here. It's just a large uh, porphyry footprint where you know at, at Treaty KSM Bruce Jack basically alteration is continuous throughout that outline. Uh, it's too much information to put all that on there. It just makes more sense to put the resource outlines on on that map on the right. On the left, we don't have resources yet, but we've got a very similar footprint, massive zones of alteration, huge gossens, huge uh, geochemical anomalies, and then three zones that have really impressive drill results so far that are all open and just need a new set of eyes on them, and they need somebody like Gail Febo uh, to really tackle it, who's you know got that experience working. Where,
1: where are those them. zones? Is, is that Hank Williams and Mary?
0: exactly and uh, we've got uh, uh, other maps that that pinpoint them on there um okay i just wanted to really show the the scale of alteration on these maps here
1: okay no i've got it i'm um, just um, just uh, so that i understand now what you refer to as ksm it presumably means Kerr, sulfurous and mitchell is that it was a series of three porphyry uh, so that
0: originally are... called yeah, exactly so iron cap is the is the is the newest discovery there it's turning into a, a like, I think it could be ending up being quite a bit larger than what's displayed on there. Uh, Mitchell was, was a fairly recent discovery. That's where Gail did her masters, actually, uh, putting together the structural story there. But she understands all these systems. And one common theme you see at these in, within this belt, you see it at Treaty Creek, too, at the Goldstorm deposit. You see often a, a sub uh, horizontal geometry to these. And I, before I was mentioning, Pebble appears to have that as well. There's a bit of that going on at Red, Chris. Um, this just has to do with the way the fluids, the porphyry fluids decided to move. Maybe there was a fault, for example, at, 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 uh, in the KSM belt, the solfrets th- uh, thrust. Everything appears to be controlled by that thrust. So that probably has something to do with it. We've got some big regional structures uh, apparent from magnetics uh, at our project. Uh, you know, we haven't had a chance to go put a drill hole through it and confirm that's exactly there. Uh, these are our interpretations. Uh, but it, it looks to have a very similar setting and we're seeing these sub-horizontal ore patterns at, at, especially at the Mary zone. And what that tells us is that historic drilling that might have gone through it based on the alteration, it, it, it they weren't in the core they were in higher level mineralization and i think they thought because they drilled vertically you know that
1: the, I, it, you it, asked me to prop my book up. The, well the book. yeah you asked me
0: to prop my computer up there and i put the, the the geologist bible the society of economic geologists 100th anniversary uh, edition that has the, the famous Lowell gilbert porphyry model in it that model is vertical because it's in a perfect world but you know Things don't always work out that way, and in this part of the world, they're often coming in sideways. And if you drill it, something on its side through it, and you go through it, then and you think it's done, then you've you've missed it, because you actually need to follow the ore. And we see all the indicators, mainly just massive alteration system on another side of a mountain with geochem and IP chargeability on me. So every, everything's there to indicate that they have not found the source of these of these porphyries, and that there's a lot of room, and the scale is billion ton it's not a small porphyry kind of potential like we're looking for an elephant here okay and we're in the right place
1: so, so, so if i can just kind of backtrack and summarize a bit um 2022 you did uh, and 2021 you did good exploration on gold range got some good drill core and got some good results enough good enough to be viewed as a um as a kind of a play opening discovery by uh the the powers that be at the pdac and you got invited into the core shack Uh, which is uh, an endorsement of the work that you've done Um, but the capital markets aren't rewarding it it's a terrible time and so what you've done is you've picked up this you've identified a land package and an opportunity suite which can potentially replicate a proven belt with lots of high grade uh, high grade question mark i know that bruce jack's high grade but certainly um, high tonnage uh, metal rich uh, area you've replicated in this consolidation window.
0: Oh yeah, I'll just note that the KSM belt that's actually the largest undeveloped gold deposit in the world by quite a bit. It's larger than Pebble now. So it's it's not like it's just a prize, it is the prize <laughs> uh, in terms of big deposits. You know, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And it's, it's probably going to get way bigger. It's just it's difficult topography to to find more of them there. And, so, um, to, w- w-
1: when you say um deposit, do you, do you, are you grouping um K, um, Kerr, Sulphuritz, and Mitchell as one deposit now. I mean, are you, are you calling that one deposit? Well,
0: or project. Like KSM on its own is the largest undeveloped. Uh, but Mitchell, you know, Mitchell's over 40 million ounces measured and indicated, so that's huge.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, that certainly is big. Um, and you talked about the, the the um tunnels. Is that coming in from the the, the west to get into those projects um, from the west and moving to the east or where 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 are those tunnels coming from so the highway
0: is east of of that ksm belt uh so bruce jack is accessed by it's the only one that's being mined right now and there is a road going in there to bruce jack and it actually goes up and over a glacier so they've got snow cats out there maintaining the road uh i've got friends who work on engineering on on that glacial road and uh well, it's bruce a pretty jack- big logistical yeah. Yeah. So the road goes over a glacier, which is currently melting. <laughs> um, so there, there are, there are difficulties there where I, this project we're at, the road, the, uh, the road and the power line, which is fairly new. It was put in uh, by Imperial Metals who initially had a hundred percent of the Red Chris mine uh, with some BC government help. They built that power line. So that's sort that infrastructure cost is already there. Um, but the, it's only a nine to about 14 or 15 kilometer, uh, distance up a fairly gentle Valley to the area we're exploring on this project, you know, much easier to envision development. If we find something even a quarter of the size of there or, or less, um, it, it'd be much easier.
1: The, the, well, the, 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 um, those kilometers off from the power line or from the road or both, are are, are they, this, are they running next? Oh, to- yeah,
0: to- yeah, they, they, they run tandem. Yeah. Uh, there's a photo on, on the front of our presentation now that that, that is the highway and, and, and the uh, the power line. As you speak one one thing technology. I just want to touch on, one thing I, I want to bring up just to make sure uh, I don't uh, forget is we, we touched on how capital markets are challenging right now um, and not getting a lot of love for the results of gold range. That project we own hundred percent of it's in good standing for a decade. Now we don't have to actually, we could just sit on it until gold picks up again. So it's not like we've written it off. It's just, we don't have to do anything. It's a, it's a good optionality, uh, you know, it's, it's a good point of optionality for the company, but the thing is with this new critical metals flow through, uh, tax credit in Canada, now that we've got a project that you could say is 50, 50% copper based. Uh, We can do that, which is way less uh, dilutive. So with the charity flow through model that if people are interested, I would just suggest Googling charity flow through in Canada. And and I think PDAC, the the association has a good description, but we could raise capital at up to a 70 percent premium. So far less dilutive right now. and just makes more sense for our shareholders of, of, and I'm a big shareholder of the company. So it makes more sense. I don't, I don't want to dilute the company when we've got such a good asset, just because, uh, sentiment's so low.
1: Your market cap is so small. You can almost kind of just say, well, that's backstopped by the value of your gold range project. The market
0: cap is, is tiny given, given these, this portfolio. and, And there's been basically no reaction to this news of this new acquisition. Whereas, uh, today, uh, Another project I've been looking at for a couple of years that I think I think there's there's three projects in BC where you can fit a, a KSM and it's KSM area, the Highway 37 area, and then Todd Creek and uh, uh, some geologists I know at, at Arc West, they just announced that last time I checked just before this call they're up 72% uh, today on announcing an option agreement. Uh, Freeport just optioned it. Uh, I think it's around a 20 million dollar spend over five years to get 50%. So. We're talking dr- drastically more expensive than what, what we paid. Uh, and that project has its own logistical challenges that uh, we don't. It's far worse weather there. Uh, you've got a massive mountain to get over from the highway. So you'd need a tunnel most likely, but also getting helicopters up and over there. I know a previous operator basically couldn't get any work done there one year because it was a, a wet, foggy summer and they could never get up and over the mountain, So they just never got in there to do work. We've got that luxury of being a, a bit bit drier, but also uh, an easy valley to to fly up.
1: Um, I, I spoke with uh, Freeport, uh, a couple of Freeport geologists at PDAC last week, and I got there. Um, I asked them, well, you know, "What are you looking for? What kind of what kind of um, target are you looking for?" And they were they were quite explicit. They said they wanted scale and great. They said if it's greenfields, it's got to be north of point seven. If it's difficult, challenging infrastructure, it's got to be north of point eight. They got to be. They're looking preferably for a billion tons, but they could look at stuff which has got half, um, half, you know, five hundred million tons. You know, they were saying they they were aiming for the big stuff, and so when I looked at that deal, this when the news came out just a few hours ago, and I noticed that the second tranche of ownership, to the, they can add another twenty nine percent to take them up to eighty percent, but they've got to spend thirty million dollars in that next phase. So
0: fifty million to eighty percent. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's, it, it makes it challenging because sometimes, especially, I know on that project, you might get pretty uh, messed over on a, on a, on one year with weather.
1: Um, but um, I mean, you know, if if you have exploration success and you and you hit something and it's a drill out, you can spend that money in, you know, the, uh, exploration. Oh, yeah. okay. Exploration's an expensive business, which I think kind of um, brings me now to given where we are in these capital markets, you've had no response in your share price. You've got this fantastic project, but it's a big area. What, what do you do now? You know, how do you, how do you, how do you eat an elephant?
0: It's pretty apparent that Kingfisher's fallen off the radar of many people. You know, we were, we were the new kid on the block, uh, for a while there and, and a pretty shiny object that a lot of people knew about and kind of, uh, fell to the side. And, uh, part of that, I, I haven't been marketing as much, um, I, I've, I've talked about this with Matt. I, I had a brief battle with cancer that I beat last summer. Uh, so that was my focus in the summer. So it, I haven't been as busy doing a lot of this and uh now it's go time. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I just got home and I'm flying back to Zurich next week uh to, to beat our drum and I'll be, I'll be taking as many meetings as I can leading up. We will have to do a raise at some point here leading into the field season, but I'd, I'd like to give uh, ourselves the best shot of of getting getting a bit more exposure and hopefully getting a bit of share price appreciation before then. Uh, this project portfolio is worth a lot more than than what it's being valued at right now.
1: Well, oh, Dustin, um, well done for looking so great and putting this deal together um, on the back of a pretty serious illness last year. So great to see you up and at it. What's the What's the work plan? You know, um, okay, let's let's put the raise to one side. But in terms of uh, working through. Your work plan I mean, I, I, you've got a little bit on your presentation um on your corporate presentation but if you could just talk me through that that'd be really helpful
0: so uh, you know we we've mainly we, we were focused on getting this across the line uh now we're, we're we'll be changing our focus to planning a program that is going to be capital dependent but uh at the very least we'd like to drill some holes not not a huge program probably 25 3500 meter kind of range and if things pick up maybe we make that bigger, but we don't want to go full throttle in without you know we, we need to familiarize ourselves with the project and uh kind of start out a little slower uh but one thing we definitely want to do is a is some type of heliborn uh survey such as a ztem survey uh large parts of this project have not seen any ip the you know it's very little ip has been done here and ip induced polarization ground geophysical surveys are one of the best surveys for porphyries. And then if you want to step out and look a little coarser, doing them from the air, some of these airborne EM surveys work really well too. They're big targets, so they show up, they resolve well on these regional surveys and then you can refine them on the ground. Um, so we'll, I think we'll do some combination of that. Uh, Gail's going to be out there uh, along with a few other uh, consulting uh, mapping geologists to resolve a few uh, questions we have and fill in a few gaps in the map. I'm sure I'll be out there prospecting and going to the gnarliest drainages that nobody's gone to yet. <laughs> I can't really, I can't really get anybody else to go there. So, uh, or I can't count on it or I, I can't, it would be rude of me to push somebody if I'm not willing to go there myself. <laughs> Plus I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment. So uh, it will be a, a team effort, you know, getting this, getting familiar with this, getting some initial holes in probably a fair bit of relogging of historic drill core. Really wrapping our heads around this, you know, we've been 3D modeling it extensively over this time, and that's where we're starting to see some of these patterns that are getting us more confident in it. So, a wide variety of work, but uh, it won't be a huge program. Uh, you know, it, I would like to do maybe a three to four million dollar program max. We're not looking at a ten million dollar program or something. Like that. We're not going to dilute the company. Yeah, yeah,
1: good. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, when you when you look at the talk about the the, the drill core and the and the the modeling and the and the data. How how uh, recent is it? Is it good quality? Are you happy with what you're seeing? Are you going to have to repeat it? You know what's what's the shape of the database?
0: So that's something we're working on. Uh, there, some of the historic drilling at Hank, so the epithermal system, uh, there so LAC minerals which uh, went into Barrick. They did put together an internal resource, which I'm not going to mention. It's it's not compliant. People can Google that if they if they choose. But uh, it's been drilled a bit since, so I think it's in question. Um, but that resource uh, was really shallow. It was, they even named zones pits because it was a pittable resource. A lot of that drilling, uh, we need to spend a bit more time verifying because, and we haven't displayed it in our presentation because we, we saw a few issues as we were going through it that made us question the validity of, of a lot of it. Um, I think it basically just means we need to go through every single historic report uh, piece by piece versus just trusting the database we received. Um Otherwise, a lot of the recent drilling is good data. Um, I would say everything since the, the 2000s or so, it, I, we can definitely rely on. Um, with the porphyries, you know, if there's a historic drill hole close to a, a, an older one, and it, it's, it's similar, it's, that's, it's easier to trust that kind of data than on an epithermal system where you get higher, more spiky grades. Yeah, we'll porphyries see. are often yeah. pretty homogeneous. So, um, there'll be a bit of that. The core logging is more from the standpoint of just looking to see if people's previous interpretations were wrong. You know, <laughs> the, these models change a lot and Gail knows KSM like the back of her hand. So it needs to be looked at through that lens because that's what the target is. Uh, the, these are the same age rocks coming into the, coming into the same age rocks. You know, it's, it's everything is very similar. Uh, like, like, we're not going to find a Glore Creek here. <laughs> if we find a deposit, it's going to be something like a KSM. It might not be huge. Uh, you know, it might be an offshoot of it. But eventually, if you drill enough, you're probably going to find a big, a big system here. It's just the, it's just the game and expiration, right? you you got to find it before you dilute your 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 share structure too much you got to find things quickly (laughs) if possible otherwise you're just setting it up next company to come and and drill one deep hole and find it
1: (laughs) yeah well good i mean i like some of those um some of those um grades you've got and the and the the intersections are already looking pretty tasty um you know i saw some kind of point threes in copper and uh point fours in, in gold over several hundred meters um you know, it's not as if you're it, it, this doesn't feel like a completely greenfields target. You feel it feels as if you're kind of quite vectored in on a system.
0: Absolutely. We're you know, it's I don't know how, how far you could say it is towards a resource, but it's it's effectively we would be doing step out drilling, expiration drilling and infill resource drilling all at the same time could be done. Uh, we'd like to do some more. We'd like to lean a bit tor- more towards the step out and expiration drilling right now, just to prove to the market the size potential of this. Uh, you know, get the share price up and then bring in a bunch of drills in future years to start going for a resource. Uh, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of meat on the bone here. There's pretty, it's pretty clear cut evidence you're in a significant hydrothermal system over, I think, 17 kilometers length. With massive spectacular Gossens all over the place and, and big geochemical anomalies. One, so the, the geochemical gold geochemical anomaly at Hank, I know a lot of people got excited, including myself, by the, the geochemical anomaly at our cloud drifter trend. The one at Hank's actually twice that big to put it in perspective. And it's a small part of a massive anomaly that goes for the 17 kilometers by nine, I believe. So it's, this is a big scale target. Um, this is this, this ain't mickey mouse stuff <laughs> this is really truly is a uh, world-class potential and i think gail would be a good person to say that because she's the least promotional person she hates using the word golden triangle <laughs> it's too promotional for her so uh, it would be good at some point to have her maybe run through the geology in more detail and yeah,
1: that'd be good dustin thank you so much what a what a what a fantastic update on your news and uh the 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 uh um step change news release and the of the optionality that you got in this resource. Um congratulations to you and the team for putting it all together and uh, good luck in the the marketing and uh looking for the money.
0: Thanks a lot Merle and good luck with the uh PDAC recovery. <laughs> <laughs>